Welcome to episode 61 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our Shocktober series begins with our 2019 October recommendations. <laughs> you're stuck inside and you can't get up, but you feel like being free. Grab a witch and make a switch and see what you can be. That's Halloween, witch magic Halloween. Welcome to our first Shocktober episode of the uh, 2019. I'm Maddie. I'm Kyle. And we're here to jam pumpkin spice up your asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Maddie. Uh, <laughs> Going to be one of those episodes, I, I have so. a feeling. Uh, joining us once again for our Shocktober series, but I believe for his first Shock Tease episode where he's actually going to throw out some recommendations. I think last year, the year before, you weren't the horror connoisseur that you were then, but you've you've got uh, quite a few titles under your belt now that it, we thought now you were uh, you've earned yeah you've earned your way into actually being able to recommend movies, so you weren't just recommending Halloween one, two, three, four, and five. Uh, joining us once again. To recommend Halloween one, two, three, four, five. Adam Bentley. You're really phoning this list in, aren't you? <laughs> I'm not even joking. Have, have you guys heard about this movie called like, Nightmare on Elm Street? It's pretty fucking cool, right? I thought of doing it just to troll the episode. Yeah. It's just my lit my episodes would just be every Roseanne. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> which well, I'm pretty sure like yeah, I mean, no, which three would, of them are going to be would like would not uh, be a stretch yeah. from previous uh, lists. Um, for any listeners that are new to our show, every year we do our annual Shocktober series going back to our old podcast, the Horror and More podcast. And this is our third year doing it with Movie City Maniacs. And what we do is in October, we all try to watch as many horror or Halloween-related films and TV shows, and it's kind of a bit of a competition. At the end, uh, someone is crowned the king of Halloween, usually myself. And then um, to start that off, though, because it is such a big series for us every year, we usually do what we like to call the shock tease. And uh, what we're going to do is each recommend five TV episodes or specials that we think you should watch in October, as well as 10 films that we uh, want you to watch in October. So it kind of, it gives you, if you're beginning the year and you don't know where to start, and again, maybe you only know Halloween 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, (laughs) you're looking for something, uh, you know, outside the box. That's uh, what we're here for. Uh, do you guys anything? Do you guys want to chat about before we jump into it? I prefer not to chat really with you, you guys. You just want to get down to business, eh? Yeah, I got I got a tea time. Uh, <laughs> like a tea with like high tea with your mom? Yeah, or, yeah. Or you're golfing with your dad? What, what is it? It's a combo, <laughs> mini golf in in the in the tea room. Uh, so I guess I'll wait till the actual first episode to read out our. our 
previous stats for Shocktober. Uh, we'll focus more on that. But this year, I will read out because the one rule that we do have is you're not allowed to repeat a choice from a previous year. And it kind of gets harder as the years go on because when you have four, you've done this for four or five years, I don't know about you, Maddie, but those TV episodes especially... It's kind of gotten tough. Actually, I had a hard time with movies this year, to be quite honest oh, with you. Wow. Like, I just kind of pulled out movies I want to watch, and that's what I'm going to recommend. Because like, <laughs> I'm going to revisit some of my old favorites. Like, yeah, you guys seem like October movies, so uh, they might not be Halloween-esque, but they're going to be good movies. Actually, the one question I wanted to ask before we do yeah. jump into it, how do you guys do this? Like, I, I, I picture Maddie on his lunch break at work. He pulls out a napkin and puts together his list. Or do you that's really- pretty much <laughs> it. <laughs> what about you? Huh? I use Letterboxd. And when I was pumping iron at the gym, I just picked out some <laughs> like, stuff. Like, do you pull up maybe like your highest rated horror films? And no, I, I, I've i had some stuff that I, I wanted to watch, yeah. rewatch, that I've been holding off for October, so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know for what it is for lists. Like, I, I love doing lists, but I take them way, way too seriously. <laughs> I, I think I worked on this for like hours. I'm talking hours. <laughs> just, I was up till midnight. How much time do you have in your hands to do this? No, I was, well, I was just upstairs and instead yeah. of watching a movie, I started doing this around like after the kids were in bed and yeah. next thing you know it's midnight and I'm like, I gotta finish this. <laughs> and well, you know, Maddie, usually when it comes yeah. to this, I'm working on it the morning of. Yeah, as you're right setting up, set I'm up. still doing it. And usually when we started recording, I'm still doing little changes. I, yeah, I just take this shit too seriously when no one really cares. I almost feel like if I have a wrong choice... People are going to laugh at you? The 10 list. Like they're the all going to laugh at you. Like the mother from Carrie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, let, let's just jump right into it. Um, I'm going to read out I have the list from last year just to make sure that we're not cheating here. So the good thing about Adam is Adam has a free reign here. So he's got it a little bit easier. A little bit easier. Yeah, I barely tried. <laughs> Is your so, list all of Roseanne's? Yeah, I, I will say too. We can use uh, choices from each other's list, though. So, so yeah, just because Maddie had a choice doesn't mean I can't pick it. But I guess I'll start off with Maddie. Uh, 2017, he had number five, Trick or Treat from 1952. Number four, Garfield's Halloween Adventure, aka Garfield in Disguise from '85. Number three, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Number two, Community season two, Epid. Epidemiology? Epidemiology. Epidemiology. And number one, I bet the shit that's on Adam's list. Uh, number one, The Simpsons Season 7, Treehouse of Horror 6. What a list. Uh, 2018, he had Community Season 3, Horror Fiction, and 7 Spooky Steps. Number four, Freaks and Geeks Season 1, Tricks and Treats. Number three, The Goldberg Season 3, Couples Costume. Number two, Roseanne Season 2, Boo. And number one, The Simpsons Season 5, Treehouse of Horror 4. So if Maddie has any of those choices on his list, we're, I we get have, kicked out. We have a large ruler here and we're going to slap his hands. Maybe you lose five points yeah. Yeah, yeah. In, in the in the Shocktober. You'll Maniac be minus points. five. Yeah, so you had to watch five movies to make up for it. Yeah. Uh, my list, 2017, number five, Happy Days Season 2, Haunted. Number four, The Real Ghostbusters, season one, When Halloween Was Forever. Number three, Tales from the Crypt, season two, Television Terror. Number two, Home Improvement, season three, Crazy for You. And number one, Roseanne, season two, Boo. And 2018, I had Are You Afraid of the Dark, season one, The Tale of the Twisted Claw. Number four, Bob's Burgers, season three, Full Bars. Number three, The Goldberg, season three, Couples Costume. Number two, Malcolm in the Middle, season seven, Halloween. And number one, Martin, season one, The Night He Came Home. <laughs> Martin, eh? <laughs> I stand by that, you know, maybe the series itself doesn't hold up, but that's a fantastic episode. Uh, one thing we did change, too, we used to previously have in the, in the Horror More podcast, it actually had to be 
a Halloween episode had to take place on Halloween. We have adjusted that now. We allow you can recommend anything that you feel fits the Halloween um, spirit. Spirit. So yeah, if you want to recommend, you know, X Files and do any actual Halloween episodes, but if there's one that stood out and you think would fit Halloween October, then go for it. Uh, hopefully, you're not just picking five random. You know, horror-related <laughs> show episodes, like, but you know, there's definitely some that that capture that feel for sure. Okay, well, who wants to uh, start off Shocktober 2019? Special guest, <laughs> sure. So my first pick is "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia." Who got depregnant? That episode is amazing. Good pick, man. That almost made my list. Um, I've actually never seen an episode of this show. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, it's it, such it, a it's great good. show. I've been wanting to get into it, but everyone's like, but just so you know, it's just very negative and you're going to hate every character. And I was like, eh. I don't, yeah. They're all terrible and despicable, but they're all really entertaining. Like, okay. there's nothing real about these people. Mm-hmm. So... They get worse and worse. This episode, Who Got D Pregnant, I guess was made because the actress that played D got pregnant and they had to figure out a way to, to pull it in the show. So once she gets pregnant, they have to go back in time to see which one of the gang got knocked her, her up. knocked her up nice. at a Halloween party. Um, it's in the middle of the season, a series, I should say now, right when it starts getting super, super kind of crazy. Cause the show did start a little bit more realistic, but mm-hmm. by this time it just I, I, totally wacky. Yeah. So they're all in Halloween costumes. And the, they recollect different stories. Like this is how I remember the night. Yeah. It's and like it's a Rashomon in. thing. Yeah. yeah. And how are, is there good like costumes decorations? Yeah. And as it goes on, uh, D becomes more and more bird-esque cause it, like, I guess she looks like a bird. So yeah. like, by the end of it, she's just an ostrich in like the guy's mind. <laughs> It's amazing. Weird. What season is this from? Season uh, six. Season. Oh, this is later. Uh, season six, seventh episode. Okay. There, there's like there's thirteen seasons now, or yeah, it's crazy. Fourteen seasons. This show is never gonna get canceled. And is right? that? Do they do like a good Halloween special every year? Or is that kind I of? I think one-off? it's just no. Kind of I think I think it's the only time they've yeah. done it. They don't usually do like if they do a special kind of. Um, they did a Christmas one. Isn't that one of their first episodes or something? I, I know they've done the Christmas one. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when that was. But I think they'd kind of do it like we've done that. Okay, move on. Yeah. Okay. I always, yeah, I always, I always find it weird when shows like put out a Halloween episode. And it's a really good episode. And they never bring that back. It's really yeah. sad to me. <laughs> I heard that like, uh, do you know how the Roseanne show? They're doing a Halloween episode this year. Yeah, that's what I've heard rumors of. Did so they do one we'll last see. year as well? I don't know. You mean the Connors? Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Con- the Connors. Yeah, sorry. I how haven't I watched that <laughs> just because I don't have cable. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm excited to check it out. And the, uh, even the lot, the newest season of Roseanne before it became the Connors. Mm-hmm. Like to see, but I, I've been hearing it's pretty good. I don't know. So that's my uh, that's my cool. first. Pick. Yeah, that's a great pick, man. My number uh, five is a uh, Modern Family from uh, season two, episode six. Is uh, just called Halloween. Okay. It is amazing. I guess this uh, the one girl loves Halloween, so she puts on like this haunted house. The mother, right? Yeah, the yeah. Claire, the mom, and she's kind of um, as she's doing this. The neighbor is getting divorced, so the uh, husband is kind of figure out why he got divorced as shit's going down. And the one because he's dude, worried that maybe he did something. Yeah, wrong. exactly. Like if you found right out now. that your neighbor died, and like you want to know how he died, to make sure you're safe, kind of deal. And the other uh, this one gentleman, um, I think he's a lawyer. So the two. Doofus is at work. like, oh, everyone dresses up for Halloween. He's like, cool. This is going to be great. So he dresses up, but no one else does other than these two like doofuses. Yeah. He's like, oh, shit. So he has to hide his costume underneath it without anyone knowing that he's yeah, dressed yeah. for Halloween. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. You guys, uh, you and I believe Dan were fans of the Halloween episode. This yeah. Show. That was kind of like one of the, the main points for me actually uh, to finally check out the show. And I did. I mean, I, I think I'm like, we're it's, on season six now. We did it's great, right? In the past year. But uh, yeah, there's, there's some good episodes. The Halloween episodes are there. really yeah, good, yeah, too. Yeah, 
Uh, I'm getting serious now, boys. I've removed the top from my Tim Hortons oh, taco. Oh, boy. I'm real. down on this shit. <laughs> uh, my number five is, um, I'm going to say it for the, now that I, of course. No, okay. No, not now. <laughs> Bentley. What do you say odd, over under odd is going to be a Martin or a Roseanne or, <laughs> or home improvement? Yeah. No, what I was just going to say, I mean, I was going to say now they have kids, but I've had kids for a long time. The the oldest is now seven years old. But um, I'm definitely going to, as a father, I mean, it's things have changed Change. a little bit for me. So I always try to put in a pick or two that you can watch with. The, if, you, if you are a, a listener that has kids, sometimes it's hard to find stuff that like is actually interesting for you. It's like I can throw in a Max and Ruby Halloween, but that is not fun for me. Yeah. So this is a family pick. Uh, number five, Goosebumps Season 2, Attack of the Jack-O-Lanterns. Okay. It's like the Goosebumps show. It's low budget. The acting is atrocious. Yeah. But I always think R.O. Stein's stories are- really are, good, aren't they? Uh, no, not really. No, no? Okay. <laughs> but R.O. Stein's stories are just really cool. Like, he, he does great ideas. I mean, Haunted Mask could have made it as well. I love the concept behind that. But mm. this is one- where uh, this kid is always getting scared and he wants to get revenge on the the kids that frighten him. And his one friend who's out of town, she says, oh, you know, I, I can help you scare them. Come to, the, you know, my, my cousins or whatever, come to this town. And um, anyways, they go to this town, these jack lantern creatures that they think are people in costumes invite them to this town for trick-or-treating. It's like the best trick-or-treating they've ever done. Like everyone is just here and they dump whole like bars. Whole, it's better than whole bars. It's like buckets of candy. But then when they got like tons of candy, they're like, let's leave. And they're like, no, you don't leave. You trick-or-treat forever. <laughs> so these kids are stuck in this world where they have to trick-or-treat forever and they got to get out. And there's, of course, the famous R.O. Stein twist. Um, I just found out about this last year. Again, you got to get past the terrible production values. I mean, I think it was filmed and done around Toronto or something. Ah, okay. But uh, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> usually Canadian productions. Usually, you know, well, we're, we've definitely gotten better. But back then, um, you kind of knew it would be like a lower budget thing. But uh, yeah, if you can get past that, I think it's. I know I love the idea. Kind of like my pick from the previous year, the the Ghostbusters um, mm-hmm. when Halloween was forever. I love the concept of. You know, we love Halloween so much, but if it was forever, would it? It, it would be suck? a special. You, yeah, it wouldn't be a special if you if it was stretched out. So, uh, Adam, number four. My number four is uh, New Girl Keaton. Uh, this is from season three, episode six. This is the episode where uh, last year I watched all of the New Girls yeah. Halloween specials, and this is the one I thought was the best. So, they're throwing a Halloween party, and they need to cheer up Schmidt, who's down the dumps about a bunch of stuff. So what had happened when he was younger is that his mom had Michael Keaton write him. Oh, that's right. And then his friend, Nick Miller, takes up the practice to get him out when they're in college, and he'd given it up because Keaton had so much control over him, but now they bring him back. Tough. Uh, spirits. To boost his spirits. And it's a really, really fun episodes. And, and and they're also, you know, throwing this Halloween party. So you got that going yeah. on, plus this kind of elaborate scheme that starts unraveling. I remember watching this last year and it was really good. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I remember you guys talking about it. I haven't uh, been willing to give the new girl a chance quite yet. But. They took it off Netflix, so it's kind of harder oh, okay. to find so, now. Yeah, I probably will not watch it then. Yeah. But um, one day, maybe. Yeah, it's a, it's it is a good episode. It's a good episode uh, of a I think an underrated show mm-hmm. overall. Yeah, I, I know Becky. I think watched like most of the show. Uh, uh, this is way off topic. But do you find out with the coach um, Damon Wayne's Jr. When he's a terrible character in that show. Like every time when he came back, it's like, why is this guy here? It just doesn't make sense for him to be back. He's the worst character right? of the show for All sure. Right. So whenever you have Damon Wayans come back, which I like Damon Wayans yeah. Jr. I love him in Happy Endings. I don't think I've seen that. Happy Endings is amazing. Is it? 
I almost put their Halloween episode on here. Ha- okay. All right. All right. Yeah, I've heard good things. Right. That's another one Becky watched. I think you can get mm-hmm. the complete series on Blu-ray for like 25 bucks. Nothing, eh? It's just three seasons, but it's really solid. It gets better as it goes. It's one of these shows where like they're probably at the height right when it gets canceled, uh. Uh, which kind of sucks. But he's amazing in that. But that's why he left this show. To do that? He was already on that show. It got canceled. Then it got a last minute reprieve and got brought back. But he was already doing, he did the pilot for yeah. this. So they brought in Winston. Winnie. Who, Winnie, Winnie the, the Bish. Winnie the Bish may be the best character on yeah, the show. Yeah, I think so. Anyways, yeah, that was a bit. Uh, An aside, yes. Am I on number four? Yeah, that's a bad one. Yep. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, season one, episode six, Halloween. Yeah. This is a great show, and they have a heist going on as well, which is like, doesn't make sense, but in the same hand, who cares? It's Halloween. It's awesome. Kyle loves these for the Halloween-ness. Yeah, yeah I, I don't get the, uh, the love for You don't get Brooklyn it, eh? Even the first one? I'm, 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 actually, I'm watching this show. I'm on season two or three, and it, yeah. everyone in my work loves it, too, and I'm just like, I don't... It's it's an okay show, but I it's not like some people have it like top tier comedy, and I just don't see it. To me, it's like this is okay. I'm watching it because it's there. But yeah, you're crazy. Oh, but the, yeah, the, the Halloween I think episode you are are crazy. Kind of fun. I don't yeah, know. it's great. The one girl hates Halloween, so she has to like. Um, they're trying to pull her into it. Like, come on, it's Halloween. Get dressed up. It's fun, and things don't go right. I think at least this one does have Halloween yeah. elements, whereas like as it goes on, it's less and less. less yeah, and less. like at least this one has I think costumes at one point. Yeah, they yeah. have costumes. But I, yeah. I agree. Like because last year I redid them, and at first I was kind of like because you were complaining about the lack of Halloweenness. Yeah, and then I was they're fun. They're fun episodes, and like I think they're they're some of the better episodes of the yeah. series, but just not Halloween for me. I don't know. The they, first season, I agree. the first Halloween. season. Halloween. Yeah, it is Halloween. Uh, and and it's number great. four for me, no surprise. <laughs> Home Improvement? Home Improvement. <laughs> Season 8, Bewitched. Uh, I was actually, it was very close to not having any Home Improvement or Roseanne on this, uh, this oh, list. Oh, that would be insane. But um, <laughs> I, I was, uh, yeah, I'm surprised I haven't covered. I've only covered one Home Improvement, one Roseanne so far. But um, the Goosebumps episode on this one, I feel the rest of them, I, I feel like these two are the most like really Halloween related. Mm-hmm. This one, Wilson is having a Halloween party. Uh, he's got a new girlfriend who Tim really isn't a fan of. She's a little bit weird. She claims to be a real witch, and he kind of makes fun of that. And then he goes to visit Wilson after the party to apologize or whatever. I, I forget, but uh, Wilson is missing, and there's like witch markings on the ground, and his hat's there with some candles. And you know he calls the cops, and they can't find Wilson. He's been gone, and and then she acts. You know everyone's act, she's act, yeah. I think she's acting like she didn't know Wilson, or she. She comes as a cop or something. I forget. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it in a year or two, but uh, it's a really fun one where it's uh, you kind of have this really cool Halloween mystery going on, and yeah, I won't spoil too much more than that. But uh, oh, and this is the one where Tim Allen dresses as the flying monkey from Wizard of oh, Oz, awesome. which is great, and he's knocking everything over with his wings, which that actually inspired me to be the flying monkey. Uh, That's a great costume. Halloween. That and the cocaine you were taking at the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Combo the two. I ain't coming down for days. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a it's a really fun episode. And just again, the home improvement. I know that show is not for everyone. That type of humor, grunting and you know, male talk. And humor, you say? Cars and <laughs> yeah. I I, I, um, I didn't. I thought it was a drama. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, like like Roseanne, every year their Halloween for the most part, you could tell they put a lot of money. They always have really cool decorations and costumes. Like they don't cheap out. Um, his costume alone is like pretty pretty amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's my number four. He was only making a million dollar an episode by this point, probably. So. Yeah, but he wouldn't care about that. He, he probably doesn't even like Halloween. I'm sure it's the the show. The, the writers. 
Um, so for my number three, I'm going to go with Bob's Burgers, Full Bars, uh, nice. season three, episode two. All of the Bob's so Burgers yeah. I watched last year because of your recommendations. Yeah. Uh, I had never seen the show. I'd heard great things. And I ended up watching uh, until it was pulled. Yeah, from it kind of sucks that it was pulled, wasn't I know, it? No, I don't know where I'm going to see the, the one yeah. this year. I, I think I'm behind like a year or two of the Halloween ones. But, um, but man, is this a great show. Oh, it great. is so good, right? And this episode where the kids uh, go into a rich neighborhood to get full, 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 can- bars. full bars of chocolate and, and candy. Uh, and then the sun goes down and the bullies come out. The the bullies come and they start chasing them. Uh, and then the, the Bob and Linda side of things where they go to a Halloween party. Oh, it's a murder mystery as well. It's yeah, a murder mystery so about good. a guinea pig. I totally is forgot about it. Really strong as well. Yeah. I could have picked, I think this is the best of the Halloween episodes, mm-hmm. but all of them are All five fantastic. could have been in your list. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, it made my list last year. That you yeah. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but it might be uh, on <laughs> my list. <laughs> Over number three? Yes, sir. Okay. American Dad, the best little horror house in Langley Falls. Okay. I've never seen this one. Neither have I. It is, um, he does a haunted house every year for the uh, the neighborhood. And like his big thing is if he can make his wife so scared she pees herself, he wins in his mind. So the neighborhood <laughs> next door, uh, he is a uh, uh, magician at Disneyland. So he makes a better haunted house and she pees at his house. And he's like, well, fuck this. I'm not going to be outdone. So he hires a bunch of um, escaped convicts to make his haunted house real scary. So uh, shit goes awry and uh, things happen. And there's also a side story where um, the kid is at a uh, Halloween party. He's trying to get his Asian friend's sister to kind of like him and notice him at the uh, Halloween party. So he got all the costumes and fun stuff like that, which turned into a nice little story at the end. So yeah, cool. good episode. Yeah, I've not kind of I fell off that show. I watched the first season. <laughs> yeah, again, it's it's a hard it, but... show to watch, but the Halloween episode is really good. Cool. Uh, my number three is a, a special I just found out about last year and had uh, a lot of fun with it. From 1978, Witches Night Out. Oh, this I remember is the, uh, this. It was Toronto production. It stars like some of the SCTV cast. Yeah. Uh, Gilda or Gilda Radner was she SCTV or is uh, she was uh, in SNL? Second City, but she's SNL. Okay, and then uh, Catherine O'Hara was SCTV, right? Yep. Anyways, it's uh, these kids are uh, wish their cautions were more scarier. Halloween was more scary. Like they try to scare people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, ha ha." So they wish that they could become real monsters. And there's also a witch off on her little castle and she's kind of depressed that Halloween's not the same as what it was. So she grants these kids the wishes and they actually become the monsters and they come to like the town um, is actually having a Halloween party at the old haunted castle where the witch is staying. They think it's abandoned so they decide to hold their Halloween party there and the kids come there, they crash it and all the townspeople are afraid because they're real monsters and they form a mob and they're going to hunt and kill these kids. And then they want to be returned but the witch has lost her wand and I won't spoil the rest. It's uh, it's just a lot of fun. And the style of animation, it's kind of ugly looking, but at the same time, it's kind of charming. It it's has animated, charm. right? Yeah, exactly. It is an animated one. And I don't know, just it has like some... some watching those charm. old vintage 70s Halloween cartoons yeah. just put me in the mood um, for loving. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, I think it's like 20 minutes, half an hour or something. So. Nice. Uh, yeah, oh, I nice. recommend it. And yeah, you can get it on... Uh, DVD for like five bucks and it has a bunch of other specials oh, awesome. on it too. So, and the, the same company put out a Christmas one that I'm going to try to check out. Maybe we'll make my Christmas uh, the gift of 
I forget what it's called. But what was, was this called again? Uh, Witch's Night Out. Oh, and also the, the one of the best things about it is its very catchy theme song, which I believe I put on our episode uh, last nice. year, where it's like, Halloween, Halloween. And that's all I remember. But <laughs> I remember that being very catchy. It's going to be in my mind all day. <laughs> <laughs> you got you to listen to it to get the full, uh, full effect. Uh, Adam, number two. I'm going to go with Community. Epidemiology. Nice. Uh, basically, called it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gave. I showed my hand earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, um, the the dean is serving up expired food. Yeah, expired <laughs> army surplus food, and uh, anyone that eats it uh, basically turns into a zombie. Uh, so it's it's kind of a riff on various horror movies yeah. and, and and zombie apocalypse. It is at the peak of this show's powers. It is amazing. Like, every character has a nice little uh, storyline going on, too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and the costumes are great. And the costumes are amazing, and the way they change the school around for Halloween, uh, and how it, it changes as things get yeah. crazier and crazier. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. It's it's yeah, fantastic. It's they have some good Halloween episodes. Too, yeah. yeah. I'm going to try to rewatch all of the community ones nice. this year. Maddie, number My number two. two is uh, Bob's Burgers, Full Bars. Yeah, good pick, man. That show is awesome. That episode is on point, man. So, Okay, my number two is from season two of The Twilight Zone. Oh, nice. Uh, the original series from, uh, this is from 1960, called The Howling Man. The Howling Man. Not exactly a Halloween episode, but I, I watched it. Uh, I just watched it uh, a couple months ago, and mm-hmm. right away I was like, oh, I'm going to this is going to be on, Go on your list. Just, it just has this really cool atmosphere. Have you got, do you guys know this episode? No. It's one of the more famous ones. I, I was going through a list trying to like remember what Twilight Zone episodes would be good for Halloween. It's like, man, they did so much fucking good episodes. Yeah. Like, there was like 20 I could have put on here. But this one is uh, this this guy's wandering, lost in a storm. He uh, comes upon an old church, I guess, and uh, some monks try to turn him away they say no like you can't come in here and he begs them you know i'm not going to make it if you if you let me out so they eventually do let him in and um they say you know just eat and drink and then you got to leave and while there he hears like a howling sound almost like a, a wolf howling sound and uh it turns out they have a man locked away in a cage and they say that uh they caught him and they know that he is the devil himself and so the episode is, you know, this guy... Is it the devil? Is it not? Yeah, exactly. And he kind of, like, tells him this story and urges him to let them go. And the, the monks are like, you know, this guy's like, these monks are crazy. What are they talking about? Talking about all this staff of truth and all this stuff. And, um, yeah, just fantastic finale. Really cool effect at, the, at that time, which I won't spoil. But um, this is, like, one of those episodes where it's, like, one location, not much happens, but Twilight Zone was great at but it's so good. Like it is tense from beginning to end of, is this man telling the truth or not? And yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. And just, yeah, it just has this like foreboding nature throughout the whole thing that is just perfect for Halloween in, in my opinion. And yeah, I forgot to mention too. Yeah. Well, and I did, he's lost in storm. So there's like a storm raging. Oh, outside, awesome. So dark and stormy uh, night. It's, it's a uh, really cool. Imagine if you I will. Highly recommend it. I've been, that's one that I've, I've been wanting to like start from the beginning and, and, and watch. I, I thought about potentially doing it for this October, but it's sprawling, man. There was a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'm, I'm going through. Episodes. The problem is, yeah, like I'm on season two now because like each season is thirty episodes. Like, so that would be perfect for me. Like, I'm gonna, I think, do Tales from the Dark Side season two this year. Yeah, I don't have any of those on my list, but I'm gonna do, uh, and because there's twenty four episodes, I can watch that before I go to sleep oh, every night. Um, the problem with Twilight Zone two. 
it might be one of those things. I don't know if I would count them all as horror. You'd have to pick. There are definitely some horror related, but yeah, like there's a lot that are more sci-fi. There's yeah. a lot that are like more drama. Where Tales from the Dark Side is mostly all horror. horror. Oh yeah, um, it's called Tales from the Dark Side, right? Some of them are. Some of them are, but I would say it fits more. Whereas like Twilight Zone is is more known as a sci-fi show, whereas Tales from the Dark Side is considered a horror anthology. I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's definitely. I mean, there, there's so many good choices that you could choose mm-hmm. to play zone. I'm sure I'll have another one next year. It's again, I, I want to get through like reading all the lists of that seasons I haven't gotten. It's like, whoa, that sounds so fucking yeah. cool. I can't wait till that episode. So, I mean, there's like two with killer dolls that I haven't even got to, which are supposed to be fantastic. Oh. There's of course the famous one um, that we talked about on our anthology series, the but the original, the gremlin on the, the, oh, the plane. plane. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so many good episodes. That that show is one of my is top three favorite series of all time. Like it's even yeah. the bad episodes are good. Yeah. And and the really good episodes are really and you, what you what I realized going through it is like how much of an impact it had on everything. Like every movie got something from this show. Yeah. Like every idea it seems like originally started in this show in some way. So uh is this your number one? Your number, number one, one uh Freaks and Gre- Geek Freaks and Greeks. <laughs> uh, who let the Supreme Fries out? Um, my number one is Freaks and Geeks, uh, Tricks and Treats. I, oh, great it's awesome, right? Amazing. So I had rewatched Freaks and Geeks this past year. Uh, I do this probably every three or four years. Yeah. Uh, you talk about favorite shows of all time. Freaks yeah, and Geeks great. is definitely up there for me. It's uh, almost like a perfect show. Yeah. yeah, I just wish it went longer. I know some people said, "Well, maybe it would have lost its thunder," but I, I wanted more. Yeah, those you really do. You do. You ended. You. Uh, it has a perfect ending. It really does. But we won't go into that today. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, this episode, the geeks are tr- one last trick or treat. One last they- trick or treat before they're too old. old. Before they turn to adulthood, and they realize they're probably too old. Yeah. as they're doing it. And it's so relatable because I remember that. Yeah, that one year it, where that, yeah. it sucked, and it's like I went that one year, and you're getting people saying, "Aren't you a little too old?" And it's like, oh, I guess this is it. Yeah, like, it's so fucking sad, man. It's an end of an era. Somebody needs to yeah. bring back trick or treating for adults. And you also get uh, Joe Flaherty putting on his Dracula, his like, Count Floyd costume. A little like a callback to the callback to SCTV, yeah. uh, which uh, I, I've performed that character on stage oh, nice. uh, as my tribute for SCTV in grade eight. <laughs> that is amazing. Is there any home videos of this? I wish there was, uh, but yeah, I, I did Count Floyd. I, <laughs> nice. think, I think I might have done Bobby Bittman. Well, you uh, mentioned too, like their mother is like hardcore into Halloween. Yeah. And she's kind of sad too to, to see that her kids are kind of the way she it. says monster mash do the monster mash (laughs) I like I can't get that out of my head whenever the monster mash is (laughs) said and then the oldest daughter she's kind of at the she's hanging out with the kids they're doing like the devil's night stuff yeah Yeah. and she's supposed to stay home with her mom and hand out candy and then the last section she goes out with her new friends the freaks uh, who are basically just like destroying mailboxes yeah yeah, it's a it's a good episode. And I was contemplating putting on, but I was yeah. kind of when I know I went through. It's like yes, I can include that, but I tried to even though like I can include it. If Maddie already did, I was kind of like, well, I feel like we've thrown yeah. it out there already. But yeah, that's a, it's such a fucking good episode that I wanted to include it myself. So I'm sure I'll throw it in one of these years. Yeah. No, it's too late. <laughs> you had your chance, uh, Maddie. Number, number one, one, season four, episode eight of Bewitched. Oh, nice. Uh, Safe, Insane Halloween. This show is, I was so enchanted with this episode last year. Uh, The young girl, I think her name was um, Tabitha or something like that. 
uh, they get her a book of like all these goblins, a ghoul, and she's uh, the daughter ghost. of the, uh, the the witch. The witch. And, uh... and as she she can wish things to life, so she wishes this goblin, ghoul, and ghost to life in the neighborhood, and they're causing like chaos and going pranks it and the awesome. neighborhood thinks it's the kids doing it but then he sees like the pumpkin take off his head and he loses his mind but there's an also kid in the neighborhood dressed up as the uh, pumpkin guy so like every time he catches them it's just the kid again well and the, the witch so says too like we want this to be a safe and sane Halloween yeah. so no using your magic yeah. on Halloween and she, it, the kid gets she thinks the kid is causing all this mischief making like the, the candy like levitate. float by itself and dump yeah. in, into the bag and stuff but it's actually these Goblins, Kit, goblins who are they ghosts. Think the, the Did you guys both kids. watch this last year? Yeah, this was actually close. To, I had it like it was on my list right up until the end. Yeah, at the last second, I threw in another pick from that DVD. Actually, that's a, that's yeah. a great DVD. I think, I'll again, give you, you the can, DVD this year because it has yeah, all can, the uh, Halloween episodes. Like, from the Mill Creek. Creek. Yeah, 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 you can get it for like awesome. seven bucks, and like a lot yeah, of the, a the, the the episodes are great yeah. on there. I mean, there's a couple stinkers, but like. Yeah, that got me on to Bewitched, which I would have normally never yeah. checked out. In a cup, my number one is Square actually Pegs. That one. Who would have thought Square Pegs would have been yeah, so good? Yeah, I actually looked up too. Bewitched apparently has like four Halloween episodes, maybe oh, yeah. four or five, and they all sound kind of cool. Like one of them is she turns her husband into a werewolf. Awesome. And I forget the like they all sounded like really cool ideas. One of them is like. Um, I forget what the other ones were, but yeah, they all sound interesting. So I wonder, I'm trying to figure out where I can, again, I wish there was a streaming service yeah. that would, where you could find all these old shows if there is. I mean, in Canada, someone recommended a, a streaming service where I can watch like Knight Rider or Bewitched or, yeah, I mean, because I, I don't know if I want to drop the six. I already told you, it's shows. CHCH. You just got to watch it all year long and <laughs> yeah. tape the best episodes. <laughs> Do the old days. I wish I had the, still the VHS tapes right. going. Uh, yeah, that that's a great pick. I, I had a lot of fun with that. But my number one, also from that DVD, The Jefferson Season oh, 6. Oh, yeah. That uh, now you list. see it. Now you don't. Um, okay. I'm going to call you a little technical foul on this one because that's two episodes, baby. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, shit. He's done too many. Minus five. Yeah. We'll pick pick half of the episode then. And okay. you, you know, we'll leave the, the audience on the edge of their seat wanting more. Um this is a lot of fun. Again, this is a show that I don't know that much about. And, you know, this happens to me once in a while. It happened to me with the Honeymooners, the Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. And I loved it so much that I went and bought the complete Honeymooners on Blu-ray. Uh, maybe the Jeffersons will be next if I can find a deal on it. But Okay. Um, before- you already had the Honeypooners on, on uh, <laughs> Before DVD. we get into this, the Honeymooners, he was constantly threatening to hit his wife so hard that she would land on the moon. Bang, yeah. zoom. Yeah. To the moon, Alice. And this was like, okay, this is how it is. It's acceptable. This is not even only but acceptable. But I think he's just this being a smart. Like, he's like a loving, like in the watching that show, you realize like she's the boss of that house. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, but in it, the last season where she's all bloodied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he has like a black eye and shit. That's, that's weird, right? Hey, like, man, she just it? tripped, okay? She fell on the stairs. It wasn't his fault. You're telling that you walked into a door. <laughs> but no, this show I don't I don't know much about other than from the show. But watching the show, I want to see more. But um Pretty much, they're having a Halloween party, and they're all dressed as old comedians. Um, well, the one is like a, a, a what's that? Gabo Marx. Yeah, they're all old, like comedians yeah. from the yeah, like the old cat thirties. They're not guys. like comedians from the you know they're like from the forties, fifties, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Weezy's his wife, right? Yeah, I don't know who she's dressed up as, but forget, she's a bit more she's like really sultry. Good. Yeah, again, I watched this last year. Yeah. I apologize if I don't have all the details, but anyways, pathetic. It's a, lo- <laughs> it's a lot of fun. One, uh, he's Jefferson is uh, is um, Chaplin. And uh, which it's, it's that's really fun just seeing them in the costume yeah. doing like all the gags and everything and they're they've mm-hmm. all kind of nailed nailed it, but uh, she happens to he's looking at a, a hot woman changing across the street <laughs> or doing exercising or something, and uh, he's like oh I'm not doing anything and he moves the because uh, they're looking through um, telescope a telescope and he moves at the last second and she looks to see what he's looking at 
and she sees across the street someone in a bunny costume murder someone and they don't call the cops because they're like no one's going to believe you you sure you saw what you yeah. saw like what are you going to phone and say that you saw a rabbit kill someone mm-hmm. so that you have this going on and it's a two-parter and then um, it ends at this guy in the bunny outfit happened to show up at the party going on in their building and you have this whole tension thing does he know that she knows and Whatever. Anyways, yeah. it's a lot of fun. All the gags and costumes are a lot of fun. And I was just... A Charlie Chaplin off? Yeah, the Charlie Chaplin. There's two Charlie Chaplins at the party. And Jefferson is just like... Again, the humor for that time would not fly these days. But he's like... He has a... Their one friends are like a white and black couple. And he calls him, Why don't you guys just dress as a zebra? <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of the gags are just like totally offensive. And he's a terrible, hilarious person. And yeah. I, I just had a blast with all of it. Um, yeah. I, I recommend yeah. this. It's got a, it it's got a, it's got a bit of... It's one of those shows where it's like it has all the Halloween and the costumes but it also is actually a really good episode that it would stand alone yeah. without where some of these ones you know the Jackal the Goosebumps episode without the Halloween it, it you know, I might not be recommending episode. it but, right. but uh, this one works on both uh, levels so nice well those are all the picks they're not very good yeah no. avoid we, these at all costs no, no Roseanne episodes for shame guys yeah. for fucking yeah, yeah, shame yeah, 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 yeah. well I've never seen any when are you going to do that? Can this year, can you do that? I got the DVD if you want to borrow it. Sure. Maybe we'll do like, because we, we do like, we're every week. So we is this an do... intervention right now? Is this what's happening? I like, think because Adam, week... <laughs> your lack of Hall- Roseanne Halloween is really Every week we and... get together and watch some ha- Halloween films. I think this year we might have to do like one film and maybe like the best of Roseanne and do like three or four <laughs> Roseanne episodes. Because this year, yeah. And I, I, I this year I'm going to make your, uh, your horror nights. You better. Okay, well, I guess you can just move on to our top 10 movies. Okay, well, here are our top 10 picks for 2019. Yeah. I guess we got to run down our- Are these movies that you're choices? excited about watching or movies that you're recommending? Yeah, so I I tried to do 10 choices that I recommend. These are I, yeah. movies that I feel fit perfectly the October feel. It's like, there's some great horror films, but I don't necessarily feel like they are movies you, ne- you really want to yeah. watch in October. Like some, some of the ones are too summery, that kind of thing. These are ones I feel have that fall feel when yeah. I think of Halloween, that gothic feel, that kind of, um, yeah, that, that's what I'm going with this year. Um, I kind of split in the difference. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. again, this is your guys' list. Do whatever you want. If you want to recommend 10 movies you just want to watch, you want to recommend 10 <laughs> of the scariest films you want to recommend. Are you just going to recommend 10 Brad Pitt films? <laughs> yeah, I want to As long kick. as Interview with the Vampire is on there. Yeah. I'm a happy camper. Uh, okay, so these are our choices from previous years. So me and Maddie, again, cannot use these. Adam gets a fresh slate. And it's going to get harder for him, like it does for us. Uh, 2017, I guess I'll start off with me this time. Uh, I had number 10, From Beyond the Grave. Uh, number 9, Salem's Lot. Number 8, The Halloween Tree. Number 7, Black Sabbath. Number 6, Suspiria, the original, of course. Nice. Number 5, 13 Ghosts, also the original from 1960. Uh, number 4, Hell Knight. Number 3, Trick or Treat. Number 2, The Fog, the original. I hate that you have to say the original for yeah. all these fucking films now. Uh, and number 1, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. And then I had number 2018, number 10. I cheated a lot in 2018, apparently. I had number yeah, 10. Yeah, 2018, uh, I had t- eh? <laughs> 20. I had number 10, Count Yorga Vampire slash Return of the Count Yorga. I think I had the first one, but I was like, I recommend it. Yeah. Number nine, I had Burn Witch Burn, a.k.a. Night of the Eagle. Number eight, I had Mr. Boogity slash Bride of Boogity. <laughs> um, number seven, I had The Devil's Reign. Number six, The Night Stalker slash The Night Strangler. <laughs> I think I, I it was mainly the other ones, but I it was like you could watch the other ones too. They go together, but it's mainly the the, the, the first, first ones, one. But that's totally a Dan. 
picks. Um, number five, I had Sleepy Hollow. Number four, Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein. Nice. Number three, the Amityville Horror, the original. Number two, Creep Show. And number one, I had Goosebumps. That's my number one for this year. Yeah. Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> one and two. Goosebumps hate. Uh, Maddie had 2017, number 10, House of a Thousand Corpses. Number nine, Cropsy. Number eight, The Monster Squad. Number seven, The Pit and the Pendulum. The remake, though, from Yo, 91. So good. Stuart Gordon, uh, number man. six, the original The Fog. Number five, the original Night of the Demons. Number four, the original Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Holy fuck. Number three, The Blair Witch Project, the original. Uh, number two, Halloween three, Season of the Witch. Number one, Trick or Treat. And nice. then 2018, he had number 10, Ghost Watch. Number nine, The Witch Finder General, a.k.a. Conqueror Worm. Number eight, Hell House LLC. Number seven, Waxwork. Number six, Sleepaway Camp. Number five, The Halloween Tree. Number four, Tales from the Dark Side, the movie. Number three, The Witch. Number two, Night of the Demons 3. And number one, Murder Party. I want to watch these movies right now. <laughs> you haven't seen Halloween 3 yet, have you, Adam? No. That's one that, yeah, you need to really watch that. Yeah, I think you'll dig it. Are you going to watch Pit and the Pendulum this year? Is a question i got to ask you. you got to lend me your copy. Yeah, man. The, the, the Lance rem- Hendrickson, yeah. I'm, I'm going to watch the original, I think, this year. You should do them both, great. man. Like The remake is... I'm surprised this movie isn't heralded. Like, I love this movie so yeah, much. Been, I'm going to watch it mostly. Yeah. I'll watch it, and then I'll tell you if Maddie's crazy. And <laughs> I, I might truth. be. I haven't watched this since I was And like then I'll six. split the difference? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's, um, not, it's not hip. It's not cool. So Kyle might like it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking guys. All right. What's um, your number 10, buddy? Okay, number 10. <laughs> Going with my goosebumps love, as I said, I uh, I wanted to throw in a family pick here. I believe this is the yeah this is the only one. Uh, I wanted to make sure that I had one that you can if you're if you're a parent you can throw them with your family. So goosebumps two, haunted Halloween. I it was very close to actually not making my list, but I, I think out of everything on my list, actually this is the most Halloween. I wanted one that really has that Halloween pumpkin actually takes the... place on Halloween, has the decorations has the costumes. I was going to choose another one that's a good family one too, but I'll save that maybe for next year. But yeah, I know these films are not for everyone. They are family flicks. There is some not so great CGI, but I have a blast with them. This one, I would say maybe even more than the first one because this one actually does take place on Halloween and all the decorations and costumes come alive. So you have, you know, a guy's a big blow up tarantula on his house and that comes alive that's so you have a big tarantula awesome. all like you know the Dracula out front and the skeletons all come to life uh, they're in the costume store and all of a sudden the masks like start coming to life and a body growing out of it and you know witches that have like crystal ball they're, they have a really cool design where it's like witches that have the face is a crystal ball with the witch kind of in the in the crystal ball oh that's kind of cool I have a blast I had a blast with it it's got one of the kids from the It film series which everyone's talking about the other kid I recognize too, but I, I don't know what he's from. And then it's got who's that comedian? Um, Ken, Ken Jong from Communities. In oh, there. nice! He's really like cool as a neighbor that is all about Halloween. He goes all out, and of course, all that stuff comes alive. So you got his humor, and actually, the mum from Goldberg's is in it oh, too. Oh, fantastic! So it, it, it's I don't know. I had a lot of fun with it. I'm not going to say you guys. Well, you enjoyed Goosebumps yeah, one. I see so you should watch it, Adam. I, you haven't seen the second one. I haven't. It may not be your thing, Adam, but uh, that's what I'm putting at number ten. But uh, yeah, the other thing is th- this one is actually a little bit more frightening because it's about they find the slappy dummy and he comes to life and he starts 
he does some kind of dark stuff. Like he's trying to help the family and the boyfriend's cheating on her or something. So he goes to school and the kid's setting up decorations. He pulls the ladder and the kid falls and like breaks his arm or leg or something. I don't know. So yeah, it's kind of sloppy. Has a little more to do in this film and it's it actually kind of has some creepy stuff. Is he nice. alive or whatnot? But uh, yeah, the real fun just comes from the ending when all that stuff comes to life. Like the, the rubber bats are attacking people and the mummy. And uh, it's, again, uh, growing up as a monster kid, I can dig this film even if the cgi is a little off just because yeah. all the designs are really cool and original and there's there's something about what a, what a great concept like i'd love to see even a rated r version of this where yeah. all the the costumes and, and, and decorations are coming alive and you have to fend them off so surprised there hasn't been something like that yeah but uh, yeah, it's, it's again, it's like the Goosebumps episode from the one. Even if you don't like it, it's got such a cool concept. You got to yeah. at least appreciate it for that. So, uh, Maddie, you're number 10. Number 10. I've been on this weird Rob Zombie kick lately, so I'm going to go with Lords of Salem. Oh, that was so close. To yeah, I'm list. excited I'm about watching this movie. The yeah. movie is such a great visually stimulating. I really like this movie a lot. Well, it just has yeah. this foreboding nature throughout yeah, this. Like, and it, it looks great too, right? Like, as you're watching yeah. it, it kind of has these great visuals that you kind of like get jarred by. I was going to put yeah. this on my list just because I feel bad that I didn't love Three from Hell. <laughs> but yeah, no, it is. It's got this, like, the music that comes from the record yeah. is so cool. And I love the concept of playing the record. Yeah, it's awesome, right? And all that stuff. Um, yeah, it was close to making my list mm-hmm. at the last second. I knocked it off, though. That's a film. Rob Zombie, again, so maybe my opinion will change on Three from Hell because he seems to be a guy that the first time I saw this, I didn't love it. And it's growing over time. Like a lot of his films. I mean, other than the Halloween films and even them you know there's you might uh there's 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 things i like about them even if i don't like the films as a whole i can't i just can't get behind you know all these fucking characters supposed to be this nice little town and they're swearing every (laughs) second they got dreads and serial killer posters on their wall and fucking finger banging bagels and um (laughs) but yeah i'm hoping three from hell will have that effect on me that it will it will grow over time over time but yeah that's a great pick manny Adam, number 10. Well, I just changed this just to, uh, you know. Appease Kyle? M- mess with you guys. So uh, Halloween 2 is going to be my, nice. my second one because I, I was going to watch it. The Rob Zombie one? No, uh, not oh. the Rob Zombie one. Uh, so last year I watched Halloween 1. I'd seen Halloween 1 and 2 years and years ago. VHS, uh, boys? Yes. Uh, and I, I wanted to go through the, the kind of whole catalog over the years but uh the second one i remember really liking the second no, one as a kid there isn't a second one it just goes halloween and then 1970 and then the one that just came out right yeah yeah <laughs> right so no, that just totally ignores everything after part one <laughs> except part three <laughs> yeah part three we can still um so that's gonna be my yeah my, I think that's a great pick you're gonna love this movie man um, it's good because it's it's so foggy now, my memory. Yeah. Okay. So are your picks going to be more films you're, you're hoping to watch this month? Or? No. Okay. So I, I've, I've seen this movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just been a while. Yeah, it's yeah. just been a long time. It's cool. I like it. It's got a cool mm-hmm. uh, atmosphere, too, uh, throughout it. But, um, yeah. Okay. Number nine. My number nine. Uh, I wanted to choose one on my list that is just really scary. I mean... I think this does have a cool atmosphere and, and it works for October Halloween, but mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, maybe this is the least of the list, but you I want one that... pick Goosebumps again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is one I just wanted to put on because it's terrifying. From 1982, The Entity, uh, Scream Factory just put up on Blu-ray in the past oh, nice. year. And uh, if you haven't seen this flick, it's apparently based on a true story about this woman and her family who are harassed by a ghost. And they actually, like, she gets raped by this ghost. It's fucked up, right? And, like, the the score is just, like, clanging metal when, like, the, the attacks happen. And it, it's fucked up, man. Like, this ghost really, it's not like, I'm going to move a dish, okay? This no. ghost is, like, He's really going tormenting for it, man. Her. 
Um, and uh, the end loses a little bit. It's still cool, but like it almost becomes Ghostbuster-esque where she gets these ghost hunters, investigators to help her out and they're trying to catch or stop the ghost. But man, it's got some really disturbing, creepy scenes. And uh, yeah, I, I totally dig this one. I'm excited. It's been years since I've watched it. Uh, mm-hmm. So Did yeah, I'm it, excited eh? to revisit it. Nice. Oh, number nine for me. Uh, you want to talk about foreboding? Prince of Darkness from John Carpenter. Yeah, another one that I was I am list. really looking forward to watching this movie again. It is insane how like this church just oozes atmosphere and slime. It yeah. is awesome. And a bunch of like um I don't want to say uh homicidal hobos, but that's what I can think of. Like a well, bunch Alice of Cooper. like yeah. <laughs> a bunch of like hobos lose their mind and like just congregate to this church. That's got that such a dripping. great supporting cast Doesn't too. It? I only wish that the mustache guy in there, he's fine, but he should have been Tom Atkins. <laughs> yeah, that actually went amazing. Um that and in in the mouth of madness I haven't seen yet, so oh, I'm hoping to watch. Oh, both. Yeah, both of those would actually. That be almost made my picks. list. Actually, I had to pick between the two, and yeah. What, what's cool is that they actually do the screening of this movie in the church. If you they do it, oh, like do they once a year or something like that? That'd so be that kind of be awesome to amazing. do. Where it was filmed in what, like Philadelphia or some uh, shit like I that? I forget it. Um, I forget. Yeah. Yeah. San Paulo. San Paulo. <laughs> That's like saying chicken. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's a great another one that was close to make my list. So mm-hmm. I'm glad I pulled these at the last chance. But so my number nine is uh, Halloween three. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, my number nine is uh, from 1960, uh, Peeping Tom. Oh, nice. Michael Powell's. Uh, I've seen this, but I, I need to. It's a it's a fantastic uh, movie. I, I I've I've had the uh, special edition for a few years mm-hmm. now, and I haven't haven't watched it in a, in a while. Uh, it's very. Hitchcock-esque, but more, it's kind of a precursor to slashers. Yeah. I was going to say, that's always usually brought up as one of the early slashers. Or Yeah, so it's kind of got this combination elements. where uh, Michael Powell is known for working with Emmerich Passerberger, uh, uh, Pressburger. Uh, Emmerich Pressburger. Get it together, buddy. I know. Uh, and uh, I just watched The Red Shoes for the first time, which is their kind of like classic. It's one of Scorsese's favorite films, and it nice. fucking blew me away. Was that good, eh? Um, That's the one about the ballet, right? Yeah. I I keep on hearing, and then I'm, but then I check out clips. I'm like, that doesn't look horror at all. Like I saw. It's like, not horror. Oh, okay. Well. It's not really like there are like elements, little Is it like a tiny more elements. Psychological, yes. Okay. There's psychological things going on with with how she's being pushed, but I- incredible. It looks amazing. When I had the Criterion Channel for the the kind of special month preview, I watched that in there, and there was some uh, bonus features, and, and it, it really amazing. And it made me want to go back. I had seen a few of the other there others before, but it made me want to go back and watch Peeping Tom. Basically, it's it's this. Uh, guy that works at a film studio during the day, and then he's taking all these photos of women. But he's also working on this documentary of basically uh, this, you know, the reactions of the people he's murdering. Kind of like a snuff film. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. I probably haven't watched it in about a decade or so, so I'm really, really, and it it oozes atmosphere. Nice, hmm. interesting. Yeah, kind of bit. unrelated, but yeah, the, the Criterion channel, for I, I signed up for the preview too to watch uh, Quieten or Quieten uh, for our anthology episode. And then, right. but like that was a time when, you know, I was watching like nothing but anthologies. So, like I couldn't watched even, that uh, and take didn't advantage. Get to take advantage and check out anything else because I couldn't waste any time that wasn't on an anthology. I'm going to, th- I'm going to think about next year potentially getting that. I might. You know, so I don't, we have Canopy here in Canada where a lot of those are free on there, and then the library as well. 
mm-hmm. and then whatever I buy, I don't know. It's it's kind of expensive compared to other streaming services, isn't, isn't it? Like, is it seventeen dollars a month or something? Oh, like? I thought it was cheaper than that. Or is it fifteen? I it just I don't know. I remember looking and being like, wow, that's more than even Netflix. Yeah, like the Canopy, which is amazing, but there's a lot of things that they don't. Yeah, no, they Canopy don't have everything. Has yeah. like the classics, where this one has it, the deep yeah. cuts. It goes a lot into the deep cuts, and there's always like these bonus features, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, that are just for the channel that are pretty great. Cool. Uh, my number eight from 1988, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Nice. Um, I don't know. It just reminds me of the the big costumes that and the going to the have. fair. Like yeah, the fair. Like fairs happen like this time of year. You know, they're attacking people with cotton candy and popcorn, popcorn guns. guns. And there's some great moments where he's doing shadow puppets on the wall yeah. and then turns into a T Rex and eats the guy's yeah. head off. And, and these clowns look. Amazing. Yeah, the the, Amazing. the character designs are, are some of the best out there, in my mm-hmm. opinion. They're just so fun and cool looking. Uh, I don't know. Just for some reason, I get a Halloween feel from this yeah. movie. It's very colorful and just fun throughout. Um, yeah, I highly recommend if you haven't seen it. it sounds so stupid and goofy, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But it works. Yeah, I, I, I love that the 80s the mm-hmm. movies like this were made. You know, No one would finance a movie like this these days. And I'm, I'm glad the 80s just, mm-hmm. just let anything go. Maddie, your number eight. My number eight is The Sentinel. Oh, nice. This is like almost like a weird haunted house movie where like you don't know if she is uh, losing her mind or whatnot, but there's a cavalcade of like characters that are just insane. And they just come in and like they're so quirky and weird. They're throwing like birthday parties for cats and shit like that. And like she's kind of uncomfortable, but so she has to be polite, but it just kind of gets yeah. loopier and loopier. And like there is a sense of dread that you know is oh, happening yeah. in this house, but you don't know what. It's great. That yeah. would be a great double feature with Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, find, where it definitely both would like be. Weird shit going on in apartments, mm-hmm. and you don't know. But this is, is a it... bit more like um, in your face about how spooky it is. Because yeah. like these characters are so wonky, right? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it might be a bit offensive because I think they actually hired like um, real people. To yeah, real people as them. monsters in a weird way. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't have politely put this. So. It's great though. Yeah. <laughs> And Burgess Burtis, uh the penguin, is yeah. so good as a creepy old guy. Yeah, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. My number eight is from 1976, Brian De Palma's Carrie. Oh, nice. Um, so we referenced that just like a, like a minute ago, didn't we? <laughs> we're telling Kyle people we're going to laugh at him. Yeah. <laughs> you guys say that. We to me actually, every day. <laughs> as we came down here, we told him to plug it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my>. oh boy. <laughs> Um, so I, I've got a, I, this, this is part of a theme I'm going to probably do where I'm thinking of watching some originals to start the month and, and then, then watch the, remakes? the remake at the end of the well, month. Well, there's two remakes of this one. There's I'm, the TV remake and then the, the newer one. I think I'll probably watch the newer one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I, like I, I love the original Carrie. I'm also thinking I'm going to watch a few De Palma, nice. uh, this month. So yeah, he's got some good ones. Uh, so that's my number eight. Awesome. Cool. Uh, my number seven is the classic 1960 flick from Mario Bava, Black Sunday. Oh, nice. I'm going to watch this one this if month. You, if you enjoy just gothic horror, yeah. you can't get any better than this. It opens up with a woman and I believe her husband, who are, she's accused of being a witch, they and the they brutally murder her by like, yeah, putting her in that, what is that called? The, I don't know what that, like an iron mask, but like there's like spikes in the there's mask. There's a name for that, but it's pretty much a casket, yeah, with the, the spikes and they, they lock her in it. Not an Iron Maiden, because an Iron Maiden is like a full body spikes, but it's like yeah. an Iron Maiden for your face. But anyways, uh, as as you have it, this is like a couple hundred years later, someone accidentally cracks the casket by accident, 
cuts himself and some of his blood leaks in and and brings her back and she's going to get her revenge on the people in the castle just yeah if you want gothic horror i don't know if you can get better than this like this is black and white it's fine as mariel baba went considered one of his best films and of course you have um barbara Steele at her finest who has done like a hundred horror films but uh yeah it's a great one i'm, I'm excited actually i haven't revisited it myself in like years it's been a long time but i was just like i was going through the trailers and it's like yes this is one i need to uh, revisit so my number seven my number seven takes place in this old english countryside where it's like autumn in the actual countryside and this girl who's out of a uh, mental asylum kind of goes to this town and shit starts happening she meets a friend who's almost like, like a hippie who's been squatting in her grandfather's house and she resembles this girl who drowned so you don't know if it's her losing her mind. It's called Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Oh, nice. This yeah, a great one. movie oozes atmosphere, and there's almost like a, you don't know what's happening. You don't know if you're seeing it through her slanted eyes or like a, her slanted mind either. So it's, Another film that just has a great sense so of dread. Good. Yeah. That's, yeah, Scream Factory finally announced a release on Blu-ray, which pretty is a excited. Big, uh, big, big deal. Pretty excited about watching this movie this year. It's definitely one of those kind of underrated gems. Like right? I, the people that know about it really love it, but I feel like a lot of people still don't know about that mm-hmm. one. All right, my number seven. It, it's the same theme as before. I'm uh, I'm hoping to watch 2008's Let the Right One In. Oh, nice. The, oh, nice. the original. Uh, I haven't seen it since basically it came out. It was the first time I watched it. It was definitely probably one of my favorite horror films. Yeah of that year if not uh, of that decade yeah it's so good and like a, such an original tale like how many tales can you tell about vampires this one is so good it yeah story. I know. and I also haven't seen the remake uh, oh, since it first came out so I, I think this is again going to be like a remake uh, the remake is great I think the only yeah. problem the remake has is that it's a remake of the, like if if you had not seen the original then the remake you'd be like well mm-hmm. this is one of the best horror films in a long time but you know because you've seen the original it's so similar but yeah I think they both work on their own there are some changes yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think this will be like an October 1st and October 30th sort yeah, of thing I think yeah, as long as you break them up you'll be good uh, my number six from 2001 uh, film I uh, revisited last year and had a blast with it. Every time I watched it, I have a blast with it. But I really, I realized how much of a Halloween feel it has, and that's Jeepers Creepers. That almost made my list. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that it didn't, this, though. this uh, film... Didn't? Uh, no, it did not. It's unfortunate that this is overshadowed by the director's... Yeah. Uh, you know, I know for some people that Being can't a watch it. Um, can't watch it anymore, and I understand that. I'm not going to judge mm. anyone. But So this and Rosemary's Baby... Yeah, right? Like, yeah, those are two, both two films that you know some people just can't watch, and I understand that. But uh, it just has such a cool atmosphere. It kind yeah. of has. I, I scarecrows are a great thing for Halloween. Yeah. I guess I could have did scarecrows, but this guy has a look of a scarecrow. Just the 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 old song playing, and it's just I don't know. For me, it just has that really it's that cool, right? Halloween fall feel to it. Like the corn husks, um, and, and it's got some fantastic moments. And what I mean, a great monster too! Yeah, it's got this really cool tension as you're trying to figure out what's going on. This murder kind of mystery and then when you find out what it's actually going on it's even scarier and it it has balls to it like by the end where it ends and it's like i don't know i think this is a great movie and i think unfortunately if the director didn't have that pass that it would be even more well regarded yeah um and i do feel like too like after jason freddy there's not too many memorable iconic horror villains you know there's maybe Candyman. Uh, Sam, of course, in Trick or Treat, but I would put the Creeper up there as well. I think he's, yeah. you know, if I was thinking of 10 monsters since the Universal Monsters, he would be 
up there. So an iconic look and, and just awesome looking creature design and, and terrifying. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. That's great. And pick. even the, the repertoire between Justin Long and, and the, the actress playing his sister, I think that they kind of, yeah. they feel like real brother and sister. They're giving each other shit. And, but then they, yeah, each you can also know that there's they, a love there. Yeah. Yeah. So it's great. My number six is, um, the house of the devil. Ty West, House of the Devil. Oh. How great is this movie? Is this on your list? Yeah, it's on my list. Nice. We'll talk about when you when you bring it up. Um, is it number six for you? It's not number six. Uh. Uh, so my number six is uh, inspired by what uh, you guys just did for your 50th anniversary. Probably currently my, my favorite uh, horror anthology, Trick or Treat. Nice. From 2007. Uh, I I absolutely love this this movie. I'm planning on watching a ton of anthologies to catch up nice. to, uh, you know. Try to catch up with Kyle this year? Yeah, try to catch up with Kyle. I, I was really like kind of amazed at how many I hadn't seen, so mm-hmm. this will probably be the, the starter. And then and go then from there. Go right? from there, yeah. What's great about anthologies is say you, like, you get up and you have like 20 minutes to kill before you got to go to work. You just pop it on and get like an, a segment done, then go to work. Yep. Deal, which is kind of dope. Uh, my number five from 1972, Messiah of Evil. I watched this for the first time last year and it blew me away. I think it was my favorite film I probably watched last oh, year yeah? um, during Shocktober. An amazing, amazing film if you can find it. Um, there's a lot of public domain versions out there, but I recommend watching you know, the Blu-ray or something of that quality. Uh, but this is a film where this woman gets a letter from her dad, I believe, and she goes to visit him and finds his house abandoned and only finds a diary where he pretty much goes on about how he's consumed by darkness and oh, awesome. etc. She ends up um, meeting up with some, um, uh, I guess he's like a traveler and his groupies and he ends up staying with them and just weird shit starts going down. This has the famous scene um, that you might have seen in some documentaries and probably didn't know where it's from where the woman's sitting in the theater watching the movie and there's no, it's an empty theater and then it cuts back, you know, to the movie there's then it cuts back people. to shot and a couple of people are behind her, cuts back and then eventually the whole theater is I full love that. of this, these cult of, of people, um, zombie-like, I believe. There's another great scene at the grocery, at a grocery store. It's just fantastic. It has a really cool mystery. You're trying to figure out what's going on. There's awesome sense of dread. It just it looks beautiful. It's kind of like that nice mix of horror, but also kind of got some art to it. Um, yeah, I, I highly, highly recommend everyone watch this movie. Awesome. What's, the, what's the easiest way to watch this one? I think you can find it on YouTube. I don't know what the quality is, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone threw up like a DVD, at least quality of it. Yeah. But I, I can lend it to you guys. Just you got to be careful with it because it is one of those like limited, <laughs> hard to find uh, releases. It is kind of expensive. But um, Code Red put it out, and their releases are hard to find. Like they, you can only get them from the states. And the guy opens the store once in a blue moon, and it's this whole thing trying to get them especially in canada but um yeah i highly highly recommend this movie it's yeah it just, sounds awesome uh yeah i don't want to say too much more about it because cool. it's yeah i actually might check going, this out blind, but maybe we could even do a, a, a movie night because movie movie i could i could rewatch it again for sure awesome. it is the, the only bad thing it is a slower movie but, so you'll fall asleep by like yeah, two I'll minutes fall asleep, and then i you mean guys animal animal watch it. Watch, yeah my number five is a sequel to a really great movie that like I don't think gets enough credit. Amityville Two: The Possession. Oh, I was going to put that on my. You have like oh, my. Uh, all get my out of here. Choices. Yeah, because it, it, this movie should have been just like a, a cash grab, like mm-hmm. Amityville Three, because that became kind of sucked. Yeah, Amityville Two is such a weird, almost like an Italian movie. Like it has that sense of like a giallo kind of well, like. It's uh, very mystery. like. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, offensive. Like it's very um, raw. 
I mean, it's it's it is it's it's ramped up like they like it's based on the true story and it has yeah. like the guy like fucking watching his sister. Yeah, change, they they, like, they, they, they end up like, like fucking right like a brother and sister, and they're like, well, why do you do it? well? He wanted to like fuck with God. That's why he fucked his sister. It's, it's such a weird, almost like a raw movie. Well, they took it, the yeah the true terrifying. story, of the DeFeo murders. Right? Yeah. is that what it is where he murdered yeah. his whole family in the middle of the night mm-hmm. and blamed that he was possessed. Yeah. So it's kind of taking that true story and then adding this stuff, which is, I guess, kind of offensive. Yeah. But yeah, then and there's it all kind that of turns into this weird courtroom drama as well. Like yeah. halfway through, it's such a for a good sequel movie. based on a mainstream haunted this, house. This like, shouldn't be as good as yeah, it is, and I'm really surprised good. it hasn't got more like a uh, credit yeah. in, in, or it's due. Well, I, th- I think people, yeah, I think the people that know about it really enjoy it, but I think a yeah. lot of people kind of dismissed it as just another sequel. To yeah, it, it should be like well, like Nightmare on Elm Street 2, right? Like when you think yeah. about it, but it's so much better. I like, like Nightmare on Elm Street 2 too. But, but again, <laughs> it is, you know it's garbage, right? Like, well, I don't know. Nightmare <laughs> 2 does its own thing, but that's another episode. Yeah. But um, I, yeah, I was going to put this on my list because Vinegar Syndrome actually just announced they're going to release oh, did they? the long kind of lost TV flicks, the sequels where like part, I think part four for some reason, five is held up in rights, but four, six, seven, and eight. Oh, I guess weird. There's like 10 of these sequels. That's crazy. And some of those are supposed to be really fucked up and weird too. Mm-hmm. So I was going to put this on my list, but yeah, I just didn't make it. But it is, it's a really disturbing. Like, yeah. There's there's some good stuff in there. It's actually, I'm going to for sure watch it this Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. My number five is 2015's The Witch. Oh, and nice. Um, I, I, this is another one I haven't watched since it first came out. I absolutely loved it when, oh, when so it was released. Um, I'm really excited to see Robert Edgar's uh, next film, The, the Lighthouse. Lighthouse. It looks great, doesn't it? So I thought I'd watch this kind of as a precursor to yeah. that. Yeah. A little teaser, shock teaser. That's it, and it's got that really cool fall feel. Like it that, does, like that the, New which, England, which is in like yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I definitely get a. Fall I love feel, movies about in. like New England in like yeah. the uh, old timey days, and the language is like yeah. the you know the kind of old English yeah, that they're using. American folklore. It's a film you almost have to watch with subtitles. I feel to get the most of it. I don't know. The first time yeah. I watched it without, and I caught way more with the subtitles when oh, I actually yeah? knew everything they were talking about, but. Um, okay, I forget the girl's name, but she is also in Game of Thrones, right? As a sister who owns like the uh, the castle in the clouds, and she's always breastfeeding. Oh yes, on yes, camera, yes, yes, yes. It's kind of fucked up, right? Like yeah. both movies. <laughs> Anyways, Kate Dickey. Yeah. Well, that started uh, the the young blonde girl in that yeah. career started with that, I believe, as well. And now she's gone to do on do do tons of horror. She was stuff. amazing in uh, Thoroughbreds, Thoroughbreds last year. She last did, year, um, uh, Split. Yep, oh, that's right. She's in the new mutants that keeps on getting delayed. The uh, kind of horror comic book flick, but yeah, she's become kind of the genre actress to look out for. So, uh, my number four, uh, I guess one of the more mainstream picks, but uh, we just had a Friday the Thirteenth this month, and I thought uh, you know made me think of it. I unfortunately didn't get a chance to watch any Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, me on neither. That day. Did you play the video game? No, I didn't even get to play. Oh, dude, game. yeah, I, I think actually that day I was embarrassed to admit that I fell asleep like early, like eight <laughs> or nine o'clock. I was just so exhausted. You know, Fridays kill me because it's like the end of the or, work week, and yeah, it was I a full that. moon, so maybe you fell asleep, but you actually went out yeah, and turned maybe, into a werewolf. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. Turned into a weredad. I did wake <laughs> up with some blood in my nails, but um, anyways, my pick is Friday Thirteenth Part Six. Jason lives. Oh. I think most Friday Thirteenth. I, I guess you could have them, but I, I kind of equate them more with summer. Yeah, but I think this one feels like a fall flick because mm. it is it I takes it, place after like it definitely summer. feels like the fall um, yeah. 
And this one's just a lot of fun. It's kind of where... It's almost like a comedy-esque, doesn't it? They kind of play off that we know Jason by now, yeah. and they kind of have fun with it. It's it's probably the best-looking film. It actually feels like it has a budget. Mm-hmm. It's got some great kills. It's one of my favorite uh, Friday 13th flicks. Yeah. I always go be- between this, part two, and part one, I guess. They're my three favorites, and part four is good, too. But, but yeah, I want to throw on a Jason flick, and this is the one that, to me just has that Halloween feel to it. Um, mm-hmm. It's great, and it's it's so much fun if you just want a fun slasher flick. It's a good party movie. If, you, if you're if yeah. you having some friends over, some par- beer. And there's and some great kills, and there's and, almost yeah. like, yeah, it's a weird, almost like comedy too, right? Yeah, it's good. Anyways, my number four is from my 1959, The House on Haunted Hill. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. I want to watch this. put that on my list. Oh, yeah, get you out of here. Your whole list is like, Almost your list. second to your list. This movie, it's so great. It's almost like the, a party in like a haunted house, and there's, Spooky elements, but it's almost like a comedy too. Well, it's fun because like, yeah, the, the spooky Price elements are kind of like, like dated, but in yeah. a fun way. And he's kind of like bantering with his wife, and it is so good. They're back and forth banter. He's like almost keeps making fun of her. Well, these people get um, locked so, in this house, yeah. and you don't know is is he doing it? She says like yeah. he's abusive and crazy. But and he's having a great uh, time with this film too, yeah. right? It's Vincent Price at his at his best. Yeah, it might be one of his finest movies. Yeah, the remake is actually good for that too. I don't mind way. the remake yeah. actually. Cool. So my number four is 2011's The Innkeepers oh, nice. by Ty West. So, uh, oh, yeah, the heavy West. I actually almost had both of those on my list. Too, nice. I kind of had a feeling you guys would put them on. Um, I, again, I haven't seen this since uh, it came out. Since it came out. Uh, the atmosphere of this inn oh, yeah. is unbelievable yeah. mm-hmm. uh, from start to finish. And I remember the ending just got me. Yeah. Like, got my heart pounding so yeah i hear people some people say they find it boring and they don't like it. and i think it, it's one of those movies you have to be in the you have to have the right yeah because it is all about atmosphere. it's not you a gotta beer watch movie in the right situation. like you're don't not watch, sitting around with your buddies high five and drinking beers it's, don't watch this in the morning on the yeah. bus or something watch it at night and yeah. you know on the bus yeah yeah <laughs> make sure it's on on the way home from work where it's very it, dark at that is time bus <laughs> a new drug that i don't know about <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah that's my number four cool. yeah uh, breaking the top three here. My number three, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark from 1988. <laughs> I actually love this film. I think it is totally a blast. It's like, it's one of those films, like, it's not a so That good. is such a weird contrast, like the innkeepers to this, right? It's a film, what goes, it would be a good double feature with Friday the 13th. It yeah. goes, it is not, a it's fun, not a, fun movie. It's not movie. A so bad a good film. It's actually a good movie. Yeah. Like, all the jokes actually work. Like and They I, land. I laughed the whole time. If you just want her doing tons of fun boob that's pretty and, much it. And it's just, yeah, it's it's fun. Elvira comes into this little town. She inherits a house from her, her grandpa, I believe, or something. And the house happens. There's He was actually a real wizard. And there's another evil wizard in the town. And he wants to find his uh, spell book that is somewhere hidden in the house. And, yeah, it, this movie is a blast. Some great, great practical effects on display. And uh, yeah, I'm 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 so excited! Like, I actually love this movie. And uh, Arrow is actually releasing it um, finally in a big special edition oh, nice. uh, by the end of this year, with like an hour documentary and stuff. So I think this the film, doc like, might be interesting. I think this film, yeah, people don't mm. give it enough credit. They kind of say, ah, oh, it's just you know, Elvira, Elvira thing. With she's not movie. a vampire. What is she? No, she's just like a, succubus? a weird, kooky woman. No, she's just a regular person mm. in this one. All this supernatural stuff comes from. The, outside the house and the, the evil wizard and it's got the woman too who plays the um 
secretary and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, with the big fuzzy orange red, red hair. hair. But she's and she's like very like uptight and religious. So when Elvira comes in, and this thing too, all the all the the young teens are like, "Who is this chick that you know is partying? Yeah, and dressed this sleazy. It's almost like Flashdance. It's like the horror version of Flashdance, where instead of wanting to dance, she's coming in Footloose. with her Footloose, sorry, <laughs> and she's coming in with her her looks and style that is not cool to this proper town and you know she's um she's a hussy yeah but it, it's i i actually stand by this like okay. it's so much fun i want to watch this this year yeah yeah i totally throw it in like i i honestly feel it's very underrated in the, in the sense that people don't give enough credit for how much fun mm-hmm. it is all right, all right all right my number three um the haunting nice i forget what year it is but anyways i've the been watching I assume? yeah yeah of course i've been watching the uh haunting of hill house on netflix trying to get myself ramped up for this october so like i'm really excited about watching this movie this year again because i haven't seen it right. in a while and i remember this being so 1963 by the way 1963 yeah. i remember this movie being so tense and you just kind of going into it and like there's this thing where they pan to this like doorknob and you're like so Oh, and the walls are banging edge, yeah. yeah, I stand by it. It's and one it of, it's looks great, scary. too, like, right? It's one of the best haunted. Yeah. I almost made my list as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's a great one mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And it's a film, too. It doesn't pull any punches. For 1963 flick, like, yeah. the ending and everything, it's like, it's wow. Good, I right? I did not expect that. It blows away the shitty 90s remake with its bad, bad. Yeah, CGI. that was terrible, right? Terrible. Uh, so my number three, uh, Maddie mentioned it earlier, oh, yeah. The House of the Devil, by, also by Ty West. This is like a double... Uh, Another one that you got to be good for, because it's slow. Like It's got very slow. It's around the house, like, but it's like... It's a movie that should be boring, but it's not. I don't know. Like I just totally get into it, and she's dancing around the house, yeah. ordering pizza, and I'm, I'm, I'm in... Yeah, I'm, I, I was in this for that year. Probably was my number one horror movie. And those last ten minutes are some oh, amazing. Best last and there is this film. moment. Like I don't want to give anything away, but it just snaps. Everything oh, yeah. snaps oh, yeah. right oh, into place, and you're like, yeah. "What the fuck?" And you're watching yeah. this girl like dance around, eating pizza, and like it comes babysit, out of nowhere, yeah. and this just snaps you. Into I think reality. that's the thing. Like you get yeah. lulled, but you're you're kind of hypnotized yeah. by the the pace of it, yeah. and then all of a sudden, yeah, it kicks into gear. That's a film that like put Ty West on the map for me. And yeah. from this point on, I mean, he hasn't done that much lately, but I'll watch anything he does. Yeah. Well, that, and then he did Innkeepers and Sacrament, like three amazing. Yeah. Three great. Yeah. The Western in the Valley of Violence was just okay for me. I hope he kind of returns mm-hmm. to its roots, but. Number two? Uh, my number two, another kind of big mainstream uh, pick, I guess. Uh, also, in honor of Arrow is releasing a big collector's edition this Ooh. October. An American Werewolf in London. I, oh, everyone nice. loves this movie. Amazing. I love werewolves. I wish the films were better, but I can still even the shittiest werewolf flicks I'm going to watch. Yeah, um, I love. You're them watching Wolfen. You're watching Batman. This is probably the best one. It's so much fun. It John is Lynn the is best, best one. And, uh, and yeah, there's so much charm between it. the dude and his friend. You know what I'm saying? When they're like oh, yeah. walking the uh, uh, Scottish uh, moors, yeah, and they're yeah. just like. Well, it's just a, it's a yeah. fun movie from yeah. beginning to end. I mean, you're laughing and then you're terrified the yeah. next second. Like it, it, it does that perfect balance, which I think is really hard to nail for horror comedies. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I, I watch this every year, yeah, and, and the I don't get bored. Great. So, Maddie, number two, Salem's Lot. I think this movie just drifts atmosphere. There are some like iconic scenes of like the kid in the window, the uh, the Dracula. Um, this is one I haven't even seen. Oh, you got to oh, check wow. it out. Yeah. It is. Yeah, awesome. it, made, it made my my list either last year or the year. Before. Oh, did it? Yeah, yeah, it is great. And the look of the uh, was that Count Orloff or whatever his name is. Looks Orloff, I think, is from Nosferatu. I forgot oh, is what it? his name in this one. Uh, yeah. Striker. 
I'm not too sure. I think Striker. It's been a while, actually. I, yeah. I picked up on Blu-ray. I need to revisit it myself. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's amazing. It's great, it yeah. looks great. Yeah, I would recommend checking it out. It the problem like, is, it's three hours. You got to like, but I, that's that always holds me back. But I'm going to do it this year for sure. Like, yeah, right. This year, perfect for Halloween. I'm not opinion. even going to try to uh, contend. I'm just going to watch movies I want to watch. Yeah, why? Well, like, I usually do yeah. that. It's not like I, I. It's more that like it's overwhelming. Yeah. I, if, do I at ten o'clock? Do I want to start a three hour movie? Yeah. But, you know. Um, so my number two is uh, something we've spoken about a lot recently, uh, or, or or over the last kind of year and a half is uh, 1977's Suspiria from oh, Dario Argento. Uh, I also picked up the you know the new Blu-ray that has the the new transfer. Yeah. We had watched a lot of it here uh, after we had uh, taped the, the Suspiria episode. It looks incredible. I've been wanting to watch it, but we we did that, and then we went to see Goblin do <laughs> we, the score. We, we watched it like like three times in two weeks. Yeah, and I, I'm finally gonna. I, I may do the the new Suspiria, so it might not. It might be again like an early yeah. month, late month. Uh, I haven't seen the new Suspiria yet. Uh, some people really enjoy. Yeah. Some people are crazy and think it's better than the original. But uh, so you're I, all, I wasn't as taken by it. You're but. all about the. Ballet movies this year, aren't you? I guess so. Checking out Red Shoes, checking out Suspiria, the remake of Suspiria. Weird. The only ballet movies. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say, is there any others? All right, Kyle. What's the uh, the number one one pick for you? Number one for me, another flick like Messiah of Evil that I just found out about last October was blown away. The City of the Dead, aka Horror Hotel from 1960. I love witches. I love witches Mm -hmm. in October. And this is the king daddy of it. Chris Lee's a teacher, and they're doing um, a course on witchcraft. And the one is he like the angry, stodgy Chris Lee, or is he like no, a, he's, more he's like a like charming, a proper, yeah. not really charming? He's just a proper professor. Yeah. And anyways, the student, you know, they're talking about the class, and he says, like, if you really want to know about witches, like, if you she wants to do for homework for a paper, you should go visit this town mm-hmm. uh, where I went because they have a whole history. And she visits this town. Um, I don't want to spoil too much, but she stays in this hotel and a lot of stuff goes down and the movie almost does, I don't, how do, I don't want to spoil too much, but the movie in the middle does like a flip and then you're following some other characters. But man, this movie has, that. this is a movie that like that fog machine was non was, was going from, yeah, like they're, they're up to like their waist and fog oh, in every amazing. scene. It just oozes atmosphere and it has a great mystery of you're trying to figure out what's going on. And I love movies where they're in- investigating, but you know, maybe the whole town's in it, so it's scary yeah. like you're staying in this hotel. But what if everyone's in on this this witchcraft cult kind of thing? Um, yeah, I don't want to say too much. I talked about on the, the last October without spoiling too much. I think you guys should really yeah, watch this. I'll check it out. I love, yeah, I'd love to see I this. I totally so this is equate. called City of the, the Dead. It has two names, yeah, depending on what you where you find what's it. What's the Felucci movie AK called? Horror Hotel. City, City of, of the Living Dead. This is just called City of the Dead. I almost put that one on my list too. Yeah, but. Um, I don't know. I love black and white movies yeah. in October for Halloween. I almost was going to do 10, like I had a list of 10 black and white movies I was going to do because there's so many good ones. But I ended up, uh, you know, just picking some of the, the favorites. But uh, yeah, you guys need to watch this film. I, I just had a blast with it and think it's uh, it's just so, I don't know. It's it's so, it's it's slower, it, it but getcha. you're never really bored. You're just totally in on it from the beginning to end. And yeah. All right, my movie is a real recent movie. I just checked out in theaters this month. It's called Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah. This movie is the perfect October movie. Hopefully, it gets like a Blu-ray sometime this month, so you can actually check it out. Well, actually, 
that real film was actually done from beginning to end at our oh at get our out work, of here like everything so you've seen some like clips I, ha- and I, I, I seen I seen like yeah bef- I seen all the test footage of the monsters it before. is so good but I, man. I, I, I it might uh, drips atmosphere man. I might set up the theater and just watch, watch it, it by myself in the theater <laughs> at our work because um, yeah I, I unfortunately did not get a chance to see yeah it, it's so such an really October esque movie yeah. man you're gonna love it yeah it's very cool yeah. I think you'll I'm dig excited. it there's like scarecrows there's like I heard it's kind of like goosebumps but for like a bit you got it like if goosebumps is like mm-hmm. for your young child, then you can move them like on to a, scary things. Yeah, and then, you know. adolescence. Yeah, I definitely liked it more than Goosebumps. Okay. Yeah, so you'll like it worse. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. I don't know. I'm really excited. I think I think you'll love it. It was one. Of, it made my most anticipated. And what is awesome? It's almost yeah. like a we're Hamilton boys. So it's like a um, tons of Hamilton. Yeah, a love letter to Hamilton because I remember reading these stories as a kid in Gage Park where this film got and it, filmed. Like that, is, you're, you're yeah. basically opens up right there. You got it. Cool. Well, Adam, you're number, number one. one. What is it going to be? It's going to be... Roseanne? It's going to be uh, uh, the supercut, Kyle's supercut of <laughs> yeah. Roseanne, where he takes all the best uh, episodes, puts them all into one, stitches them oh, into one. That. Yeah, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my number one is one uh, to kind of like get prepared for a movie that comes out in November. It's 1980s The Shining. Oh, um, nice. Because... Doctor Sleep, which, which is the uh, Flanagan yeah. sequel. Excited, I don't know. Like the trailers have not got me gotcha, excited, eh? but we'll see. I think if you watch The Shining, you might get excited. I don't. I, see. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I almost feel like The Shining is like perfect, and I don't. I do think The Shining. Yeah. I was not excited about this at all until um, I read. Like I'm not a trailer guy because I feel like trailers give away the whole fucking yeah. movies now. Yeah. Uh, this one I don't think because I've seen now two different trailers and it feels very abstract but Flanagan was talking about in a preview like what he was trying to accomplish with this and how um, you know he's a massive massive fan of the original film but also a fan of Stephen King and trying to like split the difference so he's gonna try to because Stephen King of course uh, hates hates the the original Shining movie which uh, but you can't do a sequel not to that version. Yeah, that's just it, right? So, yeah, he's taking that version, of because, uh, but also taking elements from the, the, books? the book, uh, the latest book. Um, so it's got me really intrigued. I haven't loved everything Flanagan's done, but I always, um, they're always super interesting and super engaging films and super mm-hmm. unique. So I, yeah, I Yeah, this is I his first faith. King remake either, because he did like um, uh, Gerald Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like Flanagan's kind of become the new Frank Darabont where King trusts him with his material, and I, I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if he's going to... There's more King adaptations in his future. Yeah. I don't know. He seems to be doing well with it, you know, the, um, the Hill. House. Are they going to remake Salem's Lot? What do you guys think? What oh, yeah. year? Oh, yeah, they'll do Five that. years from now? Do Four that. years from now? It seems like they're... They're remaking everything. Yeah, or making it. Well, like I guess, like uh, uh, two years ago, Stephen King had like four movies come out in a summer. You know what I'm saying? They did like uh, the Gunslinger. They did um, Dark Dark Tower. Tower, Dark Tower. They did Daryl's Game. They did uh, 19. What's the one where the 1922 or something? Yeah, Yeah. and I enjoyed most of them. I mean, I I haven't seen the Gunslinger one, but anyways, uh, that has been our 2019 recommendations. Hopefully. You guys can listen to this, and maybe you'll throw some of these mm-hmm. on in October and be pleasantly surprised. Um, if you don't like any Maddie's picks, because they're probably the worst yeah. uh, this episode, send the hate mail to uh, moviecitymaniacs at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at moviecitymaniac. And uh, yeah, just Facebook, we have a like page and a group page. The group page is where all the discussion happens, so make sure you join there if you want to 
share your share your hate or your your love just search movie city maniacs yeah we'll be back this is just the beginning we're gonna have lots of shocktober goodness coming up uh probably an episode every week i guess is the goal we'll see how that goes way better guest than adam bentley Uh, yeah i'm not this is it for me (laughs) yeah no adam bentley yeah no you participated was last year the first time you didn't you did full throttle like you mm-hmm. I think last year was the first full throttle this, I usually guess on the show a couple times yeah. and last year you were kind of like getting into it but now you're like coming full fear you're ready I to I thought take the I crown. was going for it last year and I got to 40 and and you got yeah or something like I that I just I'm the, the guy that comes out of nowhere and just owns it <laughs> Maddie usually falls apart in the end and I go strong that last week so. I started drinking heavily around, around <laughs> Halloween so well, Maddie's uh, gonna go on a vacation early yeah. October so he's gonna have a big disadvantage unless he can watch a bunch of horror flicks while his wife's sleeping but, yeah maybe we'll see um, anyways yeah it's we're excited it's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be nothing if if you kind of if you after our last episodes of the action and whatnot you just want full <laughs> horror for movie Cinemaniacs that's what we're going to deliver. There's getting. nothing. We don't talk about any action, drama, comedy, unless it's got horror elements in it that month. So it's going to be a big one for us. Like true lies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got some horror. Did you say truer lies? Like the sequel to true lies? Yeah, I'm making it. Yeah, nice. Anyways, guys, we'll be back. Uh, yeah, we'll be back in October. Thanks, Adam, for coming out. And uh, Thanks for having me, guys. Everybody. It's always fun. She's crazy about the creature from her outer space. She thinks that the werewolf has the fuzziest face. She's gonna have a party in the mummy's tomb. And she's in love with the creature from the black lagoon. My baby loves a horror movie. My baby loves a horror movie. My baby loves a horror movie. It's a movie. Okay. You should watch it. Is it? It's a movie. Is it a film? Mm. I don't yeah. do movies. I only do films. I yeah. do pictures. <laughs> pictures? I do the talkies. <laughs> uh, my number seven, the classic. Dinkus Smankus. Okay. Yeah. Right. Directed by Hoggly Doggly. 